0: and welcome to Studio Insights with Belvista Vista Studios. I'm Hannah, we've got Victoria here, we've got Kim, and this is gonna be an absolutely epic episode because what we're going to do is we're going to do rapid fire questions. So we're gonna ask each other questions. The rules are your answers have to be quick, rapid, intuition, and it's gonna come from everything that we've learned over the years, our experience, but the pressure is on because we don't have much time. So let's get into it. <laughs> So first of all, we're going to start with Kim. We're going to be asking Kim some rough and fire questions coming from Victoria and I. So I'll let you begin, Victoria. All right. So my first question for you, Kim, is what is one thing you wish you knew when you first started Belvista Studios? Uh,
1: that everything will
0: work out. Awesome. So my question for Kim, if a client asks you to make a change that contradicts user interview insights, what do you do?
1: Oh, um, share with them the data from the user interviews and say, understand why they are not, like understand why they want to do something differently or how can we incorporate what they're saying and the insights that we've gathered and how it achieves that success statement or a project goal. Um, Jesus, the sweat of that one. <laughs>
0: Um, who is a key person that has influenced your journey and that you would recommend other people follow if they're just starting out in industry Uh,
1: I'm gonna go Christo YouTube Instagram (laughs) follow him
0: okay a client has unlimited budget for an onboarding program what advice do you
1: give them hmm we're just going to see what users need, do a human-centred design approach and see what happens. Don't worry about budget. It's solving the true problem.
0: Nice. Nice. Um, what's your top tip for remaining calm when dealing with challenging clients or situations?
1: Okay, so this is a very uh, challenging situation right now. <laughs> <Express>. <laughs> um Plan. So take the time to understand the true problem that might be going on for all parties. Empathize um, and check your ego. Be curious as well.
0: What's the best e-learning you've ever seen?
1: Hmm. Obviously one of ours. Um, (laughs) Best e-learning. Rapid fire, Kim. Rapid fire. (laughs) I, the one that's coming to mind is one that we did from mental health and it was like the challenging interaction, really hard stimulus video, which we worked on recording. And then it had like a self-care plan that supported each individual that they've done. It was a PowerPoint thing. So yeah, it was blended I a it. Um,
0: has there been one piece of advice or something that you've learned along the way that's really stuck with you and changed your outlook basically on running your own business?
1: Um, know why you're doing it for yourself and just keep focusing on that.
0: What's a tool you couldn't live without as an instructional designer? My laptop. (laughs) (laughs) What's the best YouTube channel for learning about instructional design? Ours. (laughs) Studios on YouTube. Check it out. Uh, a piece of advice you have for new instructional designers?
1: Go check out our YouTube or our Instagram. Follow us on social media. What's inspiring you at the moment? Because I truly believe that as well, by the way. It's just like a plug. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's inspiring me at the moment? The humans that I'm surrounding myself are there for a purpose and they're all amazing people and they inspire me to, like, take action myself on things that I want to improve for me. Vic, did you have another question? I thought that was your last, but I think you have one. I did have one more, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Team members.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the last one. Ask your last question, sorry. No, it's so all good. Go, go, go. Uh, um, so, Kim, what's your favourite instructional design methodology and why? If you can sum it up quickly. <laughs> Action mapping.
1: Kathy Moore, go check it out. Cool. That's so done. done. <laughs> Best way to engage your learner? Ask them what they need. And speak to them as an individual. And what should every instructional designer do? Solve the right problem and take the time to figure out what the right problem is.
0: Boom. Love it. I'm done.
1: All right. Oh, you can stop oh, sweating now, Kim. <laughs> Not that bad, but like you definitely are like <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> Gosh. All right. I'm scared. Who's going, who's going to ask the first question on this one?
0: Ah, uh, you can do this one, Kim. First question for Ms. Hannah Grennan.
1: If you were starting off in your career as an ID again, what one skill would you prioritize to learn immediately? Um, action mapping.
0: Nice. Um, Do you think user interviews or user observations are more valuable when designing solutions?
1: Oh, (laughs) controversial. (laughs) Uh,
0: User observations. I feel like sometimes they can take more time, but it means you can actually see what plays out in the real world because I think what people say can be different to what actually happens.
1: I like it. Mm. What's one resource on the Creator Hub you would recommend (laughs) to intermediate instructional designers? Storyboard template. Intermediate. That's alright, keep going. <laughs> Not the answer I would have given, obviously. <laughs> Everyone uses a storyboard and I feel like it's important. But don't you think they would have it already if they No questioning there? people's answers, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I've judged you mind. now. <laughs> yeah, performance review. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, next one. Are there any types of projects that you don't think would benefit from human-centered design?
1: Oh, I can't think of any. What's your (laughs) favourite thing about what you do?
0: Um, Helping people be better. Cute. (laughs) Uh, What's your number one tip for writing good scenarios? Um, Ensure that it reflects the real
1: world. Nice. If you were the CEO of Belvista Studios for a day, <laughs> what would you do to positively impact either your team, the community, or our clients?
0: Oh, that's a hard one. Cause I feel like you allow us to like give you ideas and things. Um, oh. <laughs> I can't think of anything.
1: Well, at least I've still got a job. (laughs) (laughs) I think
0: it would be because to me this is super random, but I think exercise like makes you think more clearly and like expands your brain. So I'd probably like include an exercise session in every, like a part of every day that we had. We had like a exercise class, and all three of us had to do it to expand our brain. Well, I would resign if that
1: was okay. yeah, <laughs> the case. Don't let Hannah be the CEO.
0: <laughs> Actually, I do it online so, like, all of our community could do it with us and then their brains would also expand. Interesting. <laughs> you can probably rapid fire. <laughs> um, what do you think makes someone a good instructional designer? Um, I think taking the time to think things through and process what they're creating.
1: Okay. You love pugs. I wouldn't say love. You're obsessed with pugs. (laughs) What transferable skill can you learn? (laughs) Can you apply to your role as an instructional designer from your obsession with pugs or planning to get a pug, which you're getting today?
0: Oh, man. (laughs) Um... Well, it's almost like potentially I'd think about human-centered design, like what I would probably interview myself and discover like (laughs) what the reason is behind why I love pugs so much and what they give to my life. And I guess if you (laughs) like put that into a learning context, it's about understanding what motivates people and what people love and using that to motivate them and change their behavior. Yeah. Nice. So if you ever want me to do something, Kim, just bring a pug. or you a pug. <laughs> you can pet this no, pug. Yeah. <laughs> cool. um, last question for me is what are your top tips for overcoming fear? So whether it's like dealing with clients for the first time or running a workshop or even like just recording a video or something to put online. Uh, just doing it. Literally just like doing it, experiencing it, and just the more you do it, the easier it
1: gets. Okay, follow-up question from my one. If Victoria and I loved your new pug more than we love you, would you still love us? Yes. I would love that.
0: If you loved my pug, it would mean more than anything in the world to me, Kim. (laughs) I just don't think it's possible. (laughs)
1: Okay, we better move on, because this is rapid
0: quiet. <laughs> this is getting weird.
1: <laughs> Alright, it's Victoria's turn. Do you want to oh, ask me a question?
0: Victoria's on the hot seat! <laughs> dun, dun, dun. How are you feeling? <laughs> One, <two>. I'm terrified. <laughs> well, like Hannah said, to overcome your fear, just jump in, give Thank it a go. <laughs> Don't know if that tip was that useful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll edit it out. <laughs>
0: Do you want me to go first, Kim? Yeah, go on. Okay. Top tip for someone who's making an animation for the first time. Um, just try not to get stuck on like the nitty gritty bits. Just try and plan something out from start to finish. Even if you have gaps or you need to go back and refine things more, just get something in there. Set up scenes as best you can with the first ideas that pop into your head, really.
1: Boom. i <laughs> have have given planning answers. Probably a tip in there, people. <laughs> (laughs) um all right what's the one resource on the creator hub that you would recommend to intermediate e-learning people
0: um can it be free (laughs) yeah anything i'd say the effective scenarios guide writing effective scenario questions Mm. um because i think that's kind of something you need to progress to a bit or i did anyway like it's kind of the next step up for me, I think, is making those really realistic and, yeah, <laughs> everything you should include.
1: Scenario writing guide.
0: Cool. Top tip for making a course accessible? Um, I guess just being aware of what level it is and, like, what the requirements are for that um, and just making sure you test everything you do as well. Like, have make sure you set aside, set aside the time to actually make it accessible like because usually we'll develop the course first and then add accessibility so make sure you've got the time set aside for that and to get it all tested so you know it's actually going to
1: work for them. If you were starting off in your career again what one skill would you prioritize prioritize to learn immediately? Um,
0: it's hard. i trying to think of everything I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rapid fire. <laughs> I think it probably would be action mapping as well, to be honest. Um, Cause that does apply to like every decision you make basically like kind of shapes the whole outcome. Nice. Uh, top tip for someone creating a voiceover script for the first time. Um, once you've written it out, make sure you read through it out loud. Um, Cause how you say things comes across a lot different to just like skimming through it, reading it, it makes it easy to pick up on errors and helps you, like here, if it actually sounds conversational or if it's a bit too like robotic
1: and yeah, make sure it comes across right basically. <laughs> nice. What's uh, your favourite thing about the work that you do?
0: Um, it probably is that there's a good balance of everything. Like it's being creative. There's also like lots of attention to detail work. So being able to like really get into different tasks Um. And yeah being able to help people learn lots of different things like it's always something new Um, yeah I think it just is a good balance of like all of the things that I enjoy doing. A graphic design tip that you think has the most impact? Alignment, I would say. Because <laughs> it's uh, like taking the time to make sure everything is like perfectly whether it's like just left aligned or making sure that it's like the right spacing around everything. Um that does make a big difference
1: overall, I think. Mm. I second that. Um, <laughs> if you were the CEO of Bellvis for Studios for the day, what would you do positively impact your team, the community? Or our clients. Oh, I should
0: have thought about this when you asked that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not exercise. So I'll put that out. There. I think <laughs> I'll be voting for you. <laughs> <laughs> um. What do I do? Rapid fire. Rapid fire. <laughs> I don't know, actually I don't know if I can think of anything for that. <laughs>
1: I'll allow you to take your time, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I am the boss after all, <laughs> I am the current CEO. <laughs> um,
0: soft drink in the taps at work, <laughs> I don't want that, <laughs> free chocolate, <laughs> I don't want that either,
1: you <laughs> <It can help. laughs> Um, she'd want duct tape for your team members so they shut up. <laughs> Yeah, actually, like a a ban on
0: people like whisper reading things because Hannah always does that. It's really disruptive to me. Do you want me to produce good work or not, Victoria? I'd like you to read it in a different room. (laughs) Um, And in addition to that. (laughs) Breaking the rules too long. I don't know. That's all I can think of. No whisper reading. Okay. (laughs) Um. Hannah, have you got another question?
1: I've got one more after this.
0: Okay, sweet. Okay, last question. Advice for handing over a project to another team member? Um, Make sure you're letting them know everything that they need to know, like for next steps basically. So if it's stuff you know needs to be actioned or things that like the team can't action yet, but it's just like making a note for the client or whatever it is, just make sure they have all the information they need so that... Like, when they look at it, they know exactly what they need to do. And if there's stuff missing, it's not, like, on them to go and find out about it if you already know you can't find it or something like that. Like,
1: mm.
0: yeah, you don't want them wasting their time if you already know something. So
1: <laughs> just tell mm-hmm. them, like, everything that you can, basically. All right. My last question. You love true crime podcasts. Mm-hmm. Some of them too scary that I don't let you tell me. About. <laughs> um, what transferable skill can you apply to your role as an instructional designer or e-learning developer?
0: Um, I guess the main one would probably be storytelling um, and having like a mixture of I don't know if media is the right word, but like a narrator and like interviews and I don't know, well in the podcast, like there's in. Police interviews, there's 911 calls, like it's, a good, like it makes it more interesting having different things coming into it. It's not just one person talking to you the whole time or I guess with e-learning it's not just like looking at text on screen on every screen, it's mixing it up and putting in videos or scenarios or stuff like that. So just keep it interesting and through the storytelling as well. I
1: like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right, we have reached the end of our rapid fire questions for Studio yeah, Insights. Of studios. Thank you, team, for joining in. You did break the rules a couple of times, but I'll let that slide. <laughs> um, for everyone who's watching or listening, thank you so much for being here and joining in with us. Um, we're all sweating a little bit, I think, because we'll put mm. under pressure. <laughs> um, but what I think would be great for you to do, I think there was some really great nuggets of knowledge that came from that episode. Like, there were so many things where I was like, I would love to know that if I was a new instructional designer or even just an instructional designer wanting to learn more or find out more about how I can be better. Um, So reflect and listen back to what you think resonates with you. Is there something that interests you? Is there potentially a template or something that we mentioned that will add value to you? And my challenge for you, and you girls can have your input as well if there's something else you wanted to add, but I think if you can take away one action from this video or something that you'll do differently to become a better instructional designer, reflect, pick what that is, go forth, do it, comment below what you've done and how it impacted the way you do things. And thank you for being here. Is there anything you girls would like to add before we finish up the video slash podcast? Everything we've mentioned will be in the description, so check out the description below if you're interested in accessing any of the resources. But thank you for joining us.